0: And welcome to our His Dark Materials brought to you by Swizzbold and Bald Move. I'm your host, Cecily. I'm your co-host, Alexis. And today we are discussing the season finale, episode seven of His Dark Materials, called Asa Hetra. We made it. We did it. We are here. Yes. Alexis, what did you think about the episode overall?
1: I knew so many of the things that were going to happen in it. I feel like I almost didn't have to watch the episode. It was cool to see the visuals. I really liked seeing the angels toward the end of the episode because yeah. they're beautiful and they look just like dust, which mm-hmm. I'm sure is not a coincidence. Hmm. Um, but yes, I knew I knew all the things that were coming, and I was just waiting for them to happen. So it happened just
0: think? very much like the oh, book. Yeah. Okay,
1: what with some very important distinctions, which we will discuss later on. That. I actually really like compared to the books.
0: Okay. Great. Uh, I I love this episode. I love the season as a whole. It was much... I I can't put my finger on exactly what changed, but it was so much more emotional for me. I felt more connected to the characters. You know, when Roger died at the end of the first season, it didn't jerk as nearly as many tears out of me as Pan discussing Will being mm-hmm. her best friend did, you know? Oh, and, um,
1: yeah.
0: Yeah, it's just really connected and uh Lee dying actually was uh, was very emotional for what? me. What
1: <laughs> you
0: of all people? Okay, had... okay, it was the bunny dying more than anything. Okay, <laughs> okay.
1: You know what? To be to be quite frank, it was for me too. I loved Hester.
0: Yeah, that that bunny carried that scene. It yeah, was so it was really sweet. <laughs> um, like you were saying before the episode started, three major character deaths before the end yeah. of the season. Boreal. Lee and Chapari. And they're demons, so maybe five? Six? <laughs> six? Yeah, six. Sad day. Yeah, sad, sad day. But a lot of good comes into it. Uh, let's, let's talk about that. Let's I it. want to start with Mary Malone and what's going on with her. Yeah. She successfully escorted Angelia and... Angelia? Angelica? Why can I not <laughs> say that simple name? Angelica and Paula, back to their adults or at least mm-hmm. they're within sight of the campfire um, I know we said this a couple episodes ago but do we think that we'll ever see those kids or their adults again? So
1: at this point based on some things that happen later in the episode I don't think so Okay, for sure I don't think so this time
0: okay um, I think that's true As well because they're moving on From this place specifically Or maybe on new worlds so I don't know But Mary continues traveling Up towards the light Which I think is what she was saying Seems like the right place to go mm-hmm. um, But also she's following These blue flower petals Or they're following her Which is interesting
1: Very interesting And new
0: Yeah She, uh, as she's traveling, she reads her I Ching again in a cave where, you know, I like to think that Lyra and Will were just there. And she's just, she's on this mission from angels and (laughs) she's following them, but not following them.
1: Right. There's a lot of these, this cross lines kind of thing in this episode. And I don't know if it's just because all the sets look mm, basically the same or or what's happening, but they seem like they're just
0: missing each other. It's a gorgeous location, and at one point at the end of the episode, we've got Chapari running, we've got Mrs. Coulter showing up, we've got all these people, and I think, like, and I'm just gasping at every scene, I'm like, (gasps) Mrs. Hello and welcome to our His Dark Materials, brought to you by Swizzbold and Bald Move. I'm your host, Cecily. I'm your co-host, Alexis. And today we are discussing the season finale, episode 7 of His Dark Materials, called Asa Hetra. We made it. We did it. We are here. Yes. Alexis, what did you think about the episode overall?
1: I knew so many of the things that were going to happen in it. I feel like I almost didn't have to watch the episode. It was cool to see the visuals. I really liked seeing the angels toward the end of the episode. Because yeah. they're beautiful and they look just like dust, which mm-hmm. I'm sure is not a coincidence. Hmm. Um But yes, I knew I knew all the things that were coming and I was just waiting for them to happen. So it happened just
0: think? very much like the oh, book. Yeah. Okay.
1: What with some very important distinctions, which we will discuss later on that I actually really like compared to the books.
0: Okay. Great. Uh, I, I love this episode. I love the season as a whole. It was much... I I can't put my finger on exactly what changed, but it was so much more emotional for me. I felt more connected to the characters. You know, when Roger died at the end of the first season, it didn't jerk as nearly as many tears out of me as Pan discussing Will being mm-hmm. her best friend did, you know? Oh, and, um,
1: yeah.
0: Yeah, it's just really connected and uh, Lee dying actually was uh, was very emotional for what? me. What
1: <laughs> you
0: of all people? Okay. You... okay, it was the bunny dying more than anything. Okay, <laughs> okay,
1: you know what? To be to be quite frank, it was for me too. I loved Hester.
0: Yeah, that that bunny carried that scene. It yeah, was so it was really sweet. <laughs> um, like you were saying before the episode started, three major character deaths before the end yeah. of the season. Boreal. Lee and Chapari. And they're demons, so maybe five? Six? (laughs) Six? Yeah, six. Sad day. Yeah, sad, sad day. But a lot of good comes into it. Uh, Let's let's talk about that. I want to start with Mary Malone and what's going on with her. Yeah. She successfully escorted Angelia and... Angelia? Angelica? Why can I not <laughs> say that simple name? Angelica and Paula back to their adults or at least mm-hmm. they're within sight of the campfire. Um, I know we said this a couple episodes ago but do we think that we'll ever see those kids or their adults again? So
1: at this point based on some things that happen later in the episode I don't think so. Okay, For sure I don't think so this time.
0: Okay. Um, I think that's true As well because they're moving on From this place specifically Or maybe on new worlds so I don't know But Mary continues traveling Up towards the light Which I think is what she was saying Seems like the right place to go mm-hmm. um, But also she's following These blue flower petals Or they're following her Which is interesting
1: Very interesting And new
0: Yeah She, uh, as she's traveling, she reads her I Ching again in a cave where, you know, I like to think that Lyra and Will were just there. And she's just, she's on this mission from angels and (laughs) she's following them, but not following them.
1: Right. There's a lot of these, this cross lines kind of thing in this episode. And I don't know if it's just because all the sets look mm, basically the same or... Or what's happening, but they yeah. seem like they're just missing each other.
0: It's a gorgeous location, and at one point at the end of the episode, we've got Chapari running, we've got Mrs. Coulter showing up, we've got all these people, and I think, like, and i was just gasping at every scene, I'm like, oh, Mrs. Coulter <laughs> ran into Will, but no, they're just cutting it all over the place. Right. <laughs> uh, By
1: the way, I finally, at the, the very last episode of the season, I finally looked up how to pronounce that system of fortune-telling. It is I Ching.
0: Oh, okay. I uh, I think Mary called it I Ching at some point. She might Which have. is what I probably based it off of. But, uh, right. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, I, just, I
1: just wanted to throw that out there.
0: Uh, yeah, I Ching.
1: E. I. I Ching.
0: I Ching. There you go. Um, and the blue petals have followed her there as well, which mm-hmm. is very interesting. It's like a new... It's not witches. It's not, or maybe it's angels (laughs) that draw blue flowers. I don't know, but it's a new kind of magic. I think we haven't seen.
1: I think so. And it's not, uh, to, to my knowledge, it's not something that happens in the books.
0: Okay. So mystery for you as well.
1: (laughs) Yeah. So I, I think I'm going to have a few of those (laughs) moving forward.
0: Let's talk about Jopari and Lee Scoresby and Hester now.
1: Mhm.
0: Um so they after the end of the last episode their gas canister was shot out and they crash land and start start moving like insects on foot. <laughs> uh they're they're running, they get spotted by the Magisterium who only brought one demon. Interesting. Interesting. <laughs> Um Lee holds off the magisterium By shooting them uh, Shooting them back As long as he can while Chopari escapes um, He's being shot down He takes one uh Debilitating Shot to the ankle Which makes mm-hmm. it so that he can't run Then he takes one to The scalp Then to the shoulder <laughs> and then one to Right about where his heart should be Ish. Yeah, he
1: gets he gets shot all the hell up. Yeah, and we know that he eh, it seems pretty unlikely that he is long for this world or any world.
0: Yeah, I was really rooting for him. Like, oh, the scalp bullet—you can—that's fine. Just this, <laughs> but a flesh wound. This is
1: this is what it takes to get you to root for <laughs> Linman Wells, Lee Scoresby. Yeah, him getting shot the fuck up.
0: Uh-huh. I see. Okay. He's a he's a man who's very true to the end. You know, wasn't even fighting for himself, except maybe when he called Serafina with the cloud pine. Mm -hmm. But it was unfortunately too late. Yeah, it would have been
1: pretty great if he had remembered that. Yeah. Two or three moves before.
0: Yeah. Um, He did not. But Serafina finds him dead and says a little witch prayer over his body, which I don't know what that does, but maybe they have some influence with where wherever you go when you turn into dust. <laughs> That's a good question. Either you turn into a specter or an angel <laughs> Okay, I was, no, was I was gonna yeah. see if she was gonna <laughs> confirm or deny anything if I just put it out there like it was fact, but
1: <laughs> I'm going it's to keep silent and wonder at the Yeah, and wonder <laughs> at the, the thunder noises coming from upstairs. It's Yes, it was just a thought. And I am not going to confirm or deny that.
0: Uh, Okay, so let's talk about Will and Lyra and what they're up to. So when we see them first, Reyna is still alive. So I know we debated that in the last episode. Mm -hmm. But not for long. God, can you imagine? (laughs) Two specter attacks in one day. Bad day. But that answers our question on what specters do to witches, I think. I think maybe with the knife that Will scared them, frightened them back with, that they didn't get a chance to really kill her, but clearly mm-hmm. they can. Um, right. Pan talks to Will when Will believes that Lyra is asleep. <laughs> and I don't know if Pan was kind of doing this on his own or if it was like something that Lyra and Pan worked up together to boost Will's confidence but it was really sweet talking about how he's braver than even the king of the armored bears and that they're best friends and Pan gives Will a little necklace with half a heart on it <laughs> <laughs> It was just really sweet scene.
1: It was touching. I don't know where he found that, but I'm glad that he did. Yeah. This was so sweet. I I know from the book that because of the way that they they word things, I know that Pan did go off on his own initially, but Lyra woke up pretty quickly because it's pretty hard for them to both be asleep at the same time, or <sighs> sorry, the other way around.
0: Yeah, both be awake at the same time, or one no one one awake, one asleep. Yeah,
1: that's yes, a, that's that the one. ticket. <laughs> that's that's
0: the ticket. <laughs> now we're cooking with gas. <laughs> Uh so Reyna goes out to check the forest while okay, I didn't get this witch's name, but I got her bird's name Jabbar and his witch. <laughs> go and check all right. go and check the city of Chitigatsi to to warn those innocent people, the innocent person wandering around with the demon and all of the children. Um, but maybe maybe that wasn't necessary.
1: <laughs> Seems like kind of a waste.
0: Yeah. So Will and Lyra are debating traveling on without the witches and just leaving without their knowledge because they don't want to put more people in danger, which Mm -hmm. is admirable. But as, you know, Pan says later, they've already saved them twice. So and it also seems like being witches, they could find them again easily. But it seems uh, like it. But I get it, you I know, think- the witches are, don't want to go on this quest to find his father, but Lyra needs to, and they're with Lyra, you know, all that.
1: Right. This is also another moment for Lyra to demonstrate that she still feels the loss of Roger. Yes. Which is nice.
0: Yeah, she's done making mistakes, or not done, she just doesn't want to, but I think what she's learning is that it it's necessary to learn. You can't right. you can't avoid making mistakes unless you've made some before.
1: Right. And unless you know which mistakes to not make, you just have to keep moving forward and learning every time you stumble.
0: Yeah. And I wish. Otherwise you'd... you'll be paralyzed. Exactly. She stopped being so hard on herself because who would have thought bringing your best friend to your father's house would have resulted in his death? I certainly wouldn't believe that. <laughs> uh
1: no, I think most reasonable people wouldn't. <laughs>
0: um but yeah. Oh oh, Lyra So Ruta Scotty Returns we see her early in the episode In this I don't know Mordor where Azriel's <laughs> Set up camp
1: <laughs> Right there's like lava and shit Happening at the yeah. bottom of the She's sleeping halfway up a cliff
0: face For some reason right just sleeping I, I understand sleeping sitting up But her Sleeping like this it just Seems impossible to me uh, Raina sleeping how she was when Will snuck off. She had, like, Mm -hmm. full sunlight on her face. Who can sleep (laughs) like that? (laughs) I don't know. Uh, Sleep through a deadly attack at that, but... uh, um. So, yeah, she... Rue Scotty. getting back on point. She saw cliff guests who can speak. Was this true in the books? They just seem like animals.
1: It was true in the books. They are they have some kind of consciousness conscience conscious oh boy consciousness i think is the word i let yeah. me let me read my stupid notes <laughs> they're an intelligent race there we is go. how i said it in my notes there we go <laughs> christ jesus uh,
0: yeah that that really surprised me um because the way they attacked the balloon when we mm-hmm. saw them last episode um it just seems like they don't really have a dog in the race of the authority and angels and the will of men and things like that, if they right. are this intelligent race. but I
1: think they're more. They're just waiting to see who's going to lose, so they know how big their meal is going to be afterward.
0: Ah, okay. Yeah. But they're yeah, very keep. aware that Azrael needs Azahetra.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, they're betting on him not getting it so they can feast. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so, Serafina sends Ruta, Scotty off to find the Asahetra, but it's in their midst the whole time. I was wondering whether or not right. when I got towards the end of my notes, my notes, I was like, do I confirm that the Asahetra is the subtle knife? And I'm like, no, they've done it multiple times.
1: Yeah, no, it's totally the subtle knife. Uh, a, a cursory Google search would tell you, that, unfortunately, <laughs> if you could spell it right, which. Good fucking luck. It's one of those weird old English Celtic words or something.
0: Where it has like the the kerning of letters. Is
1: that the close kerning of letters? Yeah. Yeah, where the A and the E are like butt to butt kind of. Yes,
0: yes. So I had to look this up. I did this at the beginning of the season when I was, you know, creating all these articles for all of our episodes. I copied the word from the Wikipedia article, and every time Mm – that I've had to write it. I've copied it from that too. <laughs> <laughs> i nice. always spell it right, maybe.
1: <laughs> oh, I typed it out like a fucking nerd. Nerd. Got it How right did you about... even
0: figure out those letters?
1: <laughs> oh, I could. Oh, listen, I didn't do the letters. I did new English <laughs> AEs. Ah. But Acehetra means God killer, right? God destroyer.
0: Something like that. I thought it meant yeah. like ultimate weapon, ultimate God-killing weapon. Let's go with that. I
1: mean, yeah, there you go. <laughs> We're going to go with the Japanese translation.
0: So Lyra and Pan are walking and talking about how they feel change is coming. And mm-hmm. and it, it's, it has something to do with Will, and they're not ready. And nobody really ever is.
1: It's true. The only way you can be ready is by going through the change. And you can't go through the change without blah, 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 blah.
0: Mm-hmm. Yep. So, Serafina gets the call from Lee and leaves the kids with Reina. Um, and we all know what happened there. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, yeah. 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 If, I, I don't know. It does feel... It, it's got to really hurt Serafina to have arrived at Lee too late and to come back and will and... Lyra are gone.
1: Basically, everything went to hell within the
0: same, like, Rain 30 minutes. <laughs>
1: yeah. yeah.
0: Um, Bad. So, Will hears his father. He wakes him up out of a sleep, and he pulls out the settle knife to lead him to him. And they approach each other and finally realize who each other are. Uh, he... They have this emotional reunion where... He's upset that he couldn't be there for their family and he couldn't get back to them, but decided to stay after a while. It's not, not enough time to get all the details down, but, um, uh, they have this, they have this really short, bittersweet reunion before that final magisterium goon arrives and shoots Jopari in the back. But... Before that, he tells him that he needs to bring the knife to Asriel, the only weapon, and tell him that it's the only weapon in all of the universes that can destroy the authority. So,
1: here is how the scene goes down between Will and his dad in the books. They they meet very briefly, but then within the same, like, 30 seconds, a witch shows up who is, I guess, one of John Perry's former jilted lovers or something but and they she recognize killed... each
0: other Will so and... yeah Will is Will and that? Okay. That
1: they recognize each other but not long enough to say anything because she immediately <sighs> kills john perry it's
0: gotta be some good d
1: gotta be some <laughs> real good d that you super m which is miss <laughs> sorry
0: <laughs> and kill him right in front of his son
1: yeah yeah and, th- and then she kills herself because of course there's so, no point in living glad.
0: without the hot priest I get it
1: I know, yeah, totally So I'm really glad that they changed that That always struck yes. me as super weird and out of the blue in the book
0: yeah, And even, it makes a
1: lot more sense the way it went down here
0: Yeah, it gives him something Because I don't know that Will knows who Azrael is right now And I don't know that without Lyra there He knows where to go Or how exactly to find him he doesn't have a demon. He doesn't have any witches with him right now. So so he
1: he definitely knew who Azrael was because he and Lyra have talked about him before.
0: Okay. I wasn't sure if they got that deep yet.
1: Right. But he wouldn't know where to go on his own, which I think we'll see something in the very, very first episode of the next season.
0: Yeah, I should hope so.
1: As related to that, yeah, there's... It's going to be some angels in the outfield.
0: That's all I'm saying. He's he's, he's like Frodo with the one ring right now heading to Mordor. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So before he dies, he tells him that the night is full of angels, which, well, we all saw that coming. And I wasn't sure if that meant that maybe he'll meet up with Mary Malone in the hills. Mm -hmm. um, And she can help him through the night. But... Some angels, some angels are going to help him. And he finds the shaman jacket and dons it for this very cool shot of him yeah. you know, uh, with the light at his back.
1: Taking <laughs> his father's mantle, right? Yep. Jacket is a mantle, probably, maybe. I don't know.
0: Yeah. Um. I mean, Jabari was there to find the knife or aid the person or aid the bearer at some point. I don't Just know if long, he ever wanted to be he the bearer. To do. Yeah.
1: Yeah. All
0: right. That's that's all I've got for them. Let's talk about let's talk about Mrs. Coulter and yeah. her Ugh. unimaginable power that she's gained. She uh you know, she's wandering the city after she slept off that wine hangover and she <laughs> <laughs> finds where Lyra was staying, finds Lyra's jacket. Her
1: stinky, stinky old jacket.
0: And she, yeah. she huffs deep of the stinky <laughs> jacket. Uh and then the witch arrives to to warn Coulter that there's some there's some monsters here that you don't want to truck with. And she's like, I am the monster. <laughs> <Blah>. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Her her monkey pins down Jabbar and offers it to the specters, which is insane.
1: He is not. He's very unhappy to do so, but he
0: still does it. Yeah, and then the specters start fucking with him afterwards.
1: Yeah, and she and she lets it happen. I kind of wonder if she was the one
0: doing it. You know, with the amount of control she has over the specters now, I wonder if she was fucking with her own monkey. But beside the point. Before we all
1: know how prone she is to fucking with her own monkey.
0: (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Sorry. Uh, She before the witch dies She tells her that Lyra is Eve the mother of all
1: Oh dang confirmation Yeah all of our We assumed from the last episode Because they're talking about uh, Was it Genesis Stuff yeah Genesis Stuff
0: because Fra Pavel said that he Was told that by the alethiometer And yeah yeah Confirmation complete Uh, Those specters Are so creepy and the next time we see her, she has arrived at the tower and they're they're walking along. And then she, her monkey's hesitating and he's whimpering and it's pissing her off. And mm-hmm. <laughs> yells at her monkey to get with the program and then kicks it in the ass. Oh, and, the worst. Yeah, she's so mean to it. And then she turns around and comforts it. I mean, it's just such a classic manipulation and abuser tool, but... I really thought for half a second there that she was going to kill the monkey.
1: She, I feel like she seriously considered it. Yeah. But then sort of realized that she wouldn't be able to keep doing what she's trying to do without her demon. I just...
0: I mean, I think it's uh, from for me in that moment, I thought it was very up in the air. She's got such control over herself as a way to close off that part of herself and can even leave her monkey behind that. I thought I thought that it was slightly possible, but maybe it still is. I don't know. But it. Uh, I'd be scared to be that monkey, that nameless, yeah, non-talking demon.
1: Oh, hey, well, I think he might have said his first and maybe only word. What? In the scene. I think he said No. When they first entered the tower At the the base of it I think he said You know it sounded like a monkey Saying it but it sounded a lot like no To me and oh. that's when she stopped And like turned around like are you Are you fucking kidding me with this
0: Oh I'm gonna have to go back yeah. And watch that scene Cause I don't think it was um I don't think it was subtitled if that Happened or I just no, missed I it No
1: wasn't, I wasn't watching the subtitles
0: Wow okay A lot going on there Yeah. Uh, So she explores the tower and gets to the top and kind of recreates what happened and calls the specters to her at Mm -hmm. the top of the tower, which is terrifying because I believe she traveled by specter to find Lyra in that cave.
1: Interesting. I guess that could have been how she how she got there so quickly.
0: Yeah, because the, the specters I had to watch it a couple of times cuz the specters mat- there's nothing there and then they kind of do the swirly and then she materializes behind them. And it had to be the I only see. way she traveled that fast, right?
1: Yeah. No, I'm totally I totally believe it.
0: And the only way she got out with Lyra that fast. Traveling by fucking specter. She's is she's a terrifying force right now.
1: So I think at one point, before she finds Lyra, there's a scene, or I guess a shot, of her walking away from a certain area. And it looked a lot like, to me, it looked like, a lot like the uh, top of the campsite that Angelica and Paola took Mary to. Okay. So did she l- literally, to get the spec I know the answer to this. <laughs> to you, to you, a, a watcher- a- Yeah, that's right. (laughs) A viewer. (laughs) A viewer of the show and not a reader of the books. Did you get any inkling that she might have sacrificed the adults of Chitagatze to the Spectres? Because she was walking away from what looked a lot like their campsite.
0: I... Or is that too subtle? I think it was too subtle. If that's what happened, I think it was too subtle
1: that's what i thought too i felt like they should have shown at least the edges of the campsite and not just another pile of rocks in an episode full of a pile of rocks
0: yeah yeah Yeah. i have to go back and watch that too um i think uh if if it did happen ultimately it didn't really have an effect on the rest of the episode but it's really sad
1: it's really (sighs) sad and it makes her look like even more of a monster which is not necessarily something we actually need at this point
0: right I remember halfway through the season I was I was thinking that they were doing some kind of redemption arc she feels bad she's trying to make things right no she's not (laughs) (laughs) she's still a bad guy yeah Uh, so yeah kills Raina for real this time and Mm -hmm. leaves on a boat with Lyra in a steamer trunk (laughs) Uh, more questions that I might have the answer to I don't know is it witch magic is it late in witch magic? Is it she founds a treasure trove of potions and tinctures? <laughs> wants some to kill, some to put your children to sleep? <laughs> Maybe it's just Benadryl she found. I don't know.
1: <laughs> it's that one. Not the Benadryl. The other one. <laughs> okay. Yeah.
0: Uh, yeah. Because it would take a lot to put, to put Lyra out. For sure. And uh, she tells Lyra and Pan's unconscious bodies that she's taking them somewhere entirely safe. No
1: such place ma'am
0: yeah I, i'm dying to know where they go. In fact, I might start reading the book after this. the third oh, book oh, because interesting taking her somewhere entirely safe. I feels like she's burned her bridges in world a
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, it feels like the new cardinal has found his power and he won't let himself be walked over by her again um. You know, it's not like Asriel has a home waiting for them somewhere. Mm-hmm. Feels like maybe she should have, the safe bet would just to go, would be just go with Asriel the first time he crossed over.
1: Yeah, you would um, think, but...
0: I don't know, she's, I'm just speculating a lot here.
1: She's Mrs. Coulter, she has to go her own way every time.
0: <laughs> yeah, dying dying to know where they go and what friend <laughs> she has anywhere. Um. Yeah, that's all I've got for her on this episode. Before we get to what might be the most exciting part of the episode for me, uh, I want to talk about our friend Yorick Bernensen. <laughs> <laughs> Yorick, just a reminder, yes. he's still out there. His Iceland, which might be Iceland, is still melting. Yep, <laughs> it is melting. We see the the shot
1: of the sad polar bear watching the the fucking ice caps melt before yeah. his eyes.
0: It's like sad angry. I feel like he's always Hulk level angry, but it's a sad mm-hmm. angry this time it is uh so anyway he's still there and we're gonna see him next season definitely yes.
1: oh oh yes we will for
0: reasons that
1: you aren't expecting
0: yes oh interesting <laughs> it took a second <laughs> or maybe
1: maybe you will once you
0: once you read the book yeah final scene Azriel's back the actual Israel's James back. McAvoy, they got him on yeah. a soundstage, socially distanced for exactly <laughs> one scene. and It's so good too, like the way yeah. he delivers this this monologue. Stelmaria, I mean, they're 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 so cool. I of hate course. them. I hate how cool they are. Yeah, they're
1: so arrogant and they're just the worst, but they're also the best.
0: Yeah, that's what you. That's what you need, and I love it and I hate it. Uh. Yeah, he and Stalmaria call for the angels, and they show up. They do, finally. And they look so cool.
1: It does. Their wings, like the the edges of their wings, look exactly like the knife cuts
0: into the other world. It has that kind of
1: shimmery, holographic situation happening.
0: Yeah, and I mean, they look exactly like the Tower of the Angels depictions, you know? Sometimes... Like when you draw a heart, it looks nothing like a heart. Sometimes when you make angels, you just imagine what they look like. But they look just like that. Um, I'm expecting them to have like ancient biblical eyes all over their entire bodies. Yeah, that's only <laughs> so that's
1: only a certain class of angels or a certain type of angel mm. looks like that. I don't remember the kind. I don't remember no. it's the seraphim, seraphim or yeah. one of the other
0: <laughs> M's. Uh but that was that was cool. They stand with him and he says good. <laughs>
1: <laughs> of course he does the oh my god. He's so arrogant.
0: So arrogant. Such a bastard. But he looks so good. He's got that salt and pepper thing and Of
1: course. He's he's dirty as hell, but he still is looks like he's in total command of his own power. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Ugh.
0: He's Ugh. covered in dirt and blood and he he wouldn't have it any other way. Owns it. Um yeah, that's that's it for the episode. I, yeah, I've just got a lot of questions about, you know, who's standing with who. If the angels are against the authority, aka God, mm-hmm. then it seems like the path of righteousness would always be with the angels and Azrael. Maybe
1: or are there?
0: So or or he did say <laughs> in his monologue that the angels who have rebelled are the ones he's calling out. So it's like mm-hmm. they're, they're like devils. In so a way. we know that they're yeah, but we they're know not that fallen there are angels.
1: Factions, right? There are factions of witches. Uh, it's totally reasonable for there to be factions of angels
0: too. Okay, this is which nuts. makes a
1: yeah, which makes a war against heaven like that much crazier.
0: Right. So, with those angels and with the knife and with the witches, and it seems mm-hmm. like the majority and all clans of witches plan to pledge themselves to Asriel because he wants to undo the magisterium, which is in like, is organized religion the problem? Is it the arrogance of man that's the problem here that thinks they can command the heavens?
1: I think it's the the idea of organized religion and the idea of it being the end-all be-all of morality I think that's what they're rebelling
0: against because I'm I'm kind of with Asriel I mean bad bad choices to get where you got but you know just mm-hmm. the power above and ideas and knowledge below doesn't sound so bad but I don't know yeah. he's gonna find some way to corrupt it I'm sure. <laughs> Ultimate power yeah. corrupts, absolutely. Totally. Uh yeah, that's all I've got for the episode. Do you have anything else?
1: Yeah, I I actually had a question for you. Ooh. Relating to Lee and Japari. Uh as someone who didn't know it was coming because you didn't read the book, how did their their journey in this season strike you? How do you feel about it?
0: It seems like Jopari knew the whole time what was going to happen. Um, you know him being playing coy with answers kind of the same way people talk about Lyra you know there's this prophecy we all know what's going to happen we can't tell her otherwise the steps will be different mm-hmm. it felt like he did know where they were going and that it was you know kind of a doomed mission
1: yeah that's kind of what I was thinking through the whole season when he was just so chill about every little crazy thing that was happening yeah I was like okay they are playing this
0: like he especially this episode where he's where he looks up and sees the bird and he's like it's not my demon (laughs) just so (laughs) casual about it (laughs) yeah
1: and yet he still did not know that his son was the knife bearer right just interesting
0: and that I don't know and the witches still don't have more information than they do, right. like if whatever Japari knows, I feel like the witches should know more and have more of a um, not i don't i don't think intuition's the right word, but you know insight into what's going think. to happen,
1: yeah, but we also know that Japari experimented with a lot of different things, trying desperately to get back to his world after he came into this one, yeah. Or the previous one, I should say. Lyra's
0: World. Yeah, lots of questions S- about him still.
1: Yeah, I don't know if witches have holes in their heads, but he definitely does. Or oh, did. Oh, RIP. He got tripped. He had a tri- scar. Pant? Yeah. Oh. I remembered seeing a scar. Um, I don't remember, It was either earlier this season or I guess it had to be this season. Was Jabari in the last season?
0: Jabari? No, um, no, not really. No, he was just mentioned. I think we, I think like Azrael, maybe we got a glimpse in the last episode or something. If anything, right? Um, that was cool. I did not yeah. realize that. Yeah, mm-hmm. he needs like a like a prequel spinoff, <laughs> <laughs> Japari, the early years.
1: <laughs> yeah, his his whole journey is super interesting, and we just we never get to hear about ninety nine percent of it.
0: Yeah, I want to know about those childhood lovers, and
1: <laughs> and now he's dead. Yeah. It's just like there's that character, this very cool character that you've been. Okay, I asked you that question, but here are my, <laughs> <laughs> because I had strong opinions about it. Uh-huh. Uh, Tell me, it's such such an interesting character that we know nothing about to just die at the end of Act Two, basically.
0: Right, and such and, a great actor, kind of at, um, yeah. at like the height of a, some kind of zenith from Fleabag, you know. Right, that and his whole uh, just gets this bit, just a bit, just a taste, just a tease,
1: just a tease. It it made sense to me that Lee would die at this point because he's sort of already he's found his purpose, right? So I guess you can't make him grow anymore. So
0: yeah, he gets
1: the axe, but and I think I, I knew part, somewhere.
0: Really. Sorry, no, go ahead. I think I knew somewhere in the back of my head as soon as Will and he found each other that Mm -hmm. it wouldn't last long. Because at the same time Mrs. Coulter's finding Lyra, Japari's finding Will. And I I turned to my husband and I said, I said, oh my gosh, their parents are back together again. Everyone can be big, (laughs) happy families. Like, I knew that in the back of my mind that this isn't going to work out. I just didn't expect (laughs) it to happen so suddenly. Like, maybe he'd give him some wisdom or... Maybe he'd get to see his wife again. And that really broke my heart.
1: I mean, the sad part is they got way more of a conversation with each other here in the show than they even did in the book. It's really heartbreaking, the book. It's literally like within five seconds of them realizing, oh, you're my dad. You're my son. I guess maybe he knew that Will was his son the whole time, but Will didn't know that he was uh, his dad because I guess he had never seen a picture of his dad. Uh, I don't know. It doesn't make any sense in yeah, the
0: book. Yeah, it makes sense because if it was in, like, early 90s, you can't just watch YouTube videos, you know, like Will has been doing. That's true. Like, yeah, You, you, you know, you didn't to... take any pictures with your spouse before your son was born. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. That's weird.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the, that's the one that really, you know, no photo albums. Yeah. I don't It's... So it makes a lot more sense to me the way it went down on the show. And it does, it gives them at least a conversation where he can say, I believe in you, son. And he can say, I don't know if I'm ready for this, but thanks, dad yeah some kind of closure
0: yeah it was so hard for when they're having that conversation and he's like okay we're gonna do this and then we'll go home and the way that andrew scott played that it was just like he put his head down and then he shook his head no and then he picked his head up and he said yes and then we'll go home like you knew he Mm -hmm. was lying but uh, that's what he needed in that moment yeah really really hard stuff
1: yeah i cried Mm -hmm. i think three times yes episode
0: yep (laughs) As a good one, really, really yeah, strong season. Yeah, um,
1: again, they managed to get McAvoy in there right at the end. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I don't know if they had like some footage kind of in the in the tank, and they just <laughs> said let's tack it on to episode seven. Sure.
0: I yeah, I can imagine you can't get him on set with everyone else, but if they got him, they clearly got him in front of a green screen, and it looks mm-hmm. really good.
1: Yeah, totally.
0: It's um, believable. Yeah, and here we were discussing the last few episodes how we're not going to see him and maybe he demanded <laughs> too much money. <laughs> they got us, they got us. Um, But, you know, it's it's nice that he'll be back for the next season.
1: Yeah, he's going to, oh man, his role. His role is so big in the next season he has to be back. All
0: right, I got to end this podcast because I have to go read this book immediately. <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right, okay. no. Fine. I think one of the most interesting things about the season, and it kind of relates to something that you said earlier, you said there were a lot of emotional moments yeah. in the season. And I think at least part of that is because there are so few sets. We were only really in one or two locations this entire time. Like how, how many episodes did we spend in the forest with the witches and the kids?
0: Right so many episodes right just spending time on those characters um not I mean obviously a lot more budget went to the demons and mm-hmm. and I'm being so serious and I was so <laughs> serious last season like that's half of a person's soul they need to be included and I think totally you know all the walk and talks with pandas and Pan mm-hmm. you know, being a bird, you know the <laughs> as a ferret jumping off that rock as a bird to land as a ferret, yeah. I mean that kind of stuff is really important, and it just really makes it real to you to me i
1: absolutely, um, I can say based on what I know of the third book, <laughs> there're gonna be like no demons next season, <laughs> there's gonna be one demon, there's gonna be pan, that's
0: it, pan. Who's going to be settling any moment now Hopefully it doesn't happen between seasons <laughs> mm, Wouldn't that be a shame Because that's how things work Off
1: screen settling
0: <laughs> Yeah what if Lyra does hit puberty And she comes back as like a woman Next episode <laughs> or next season It's like well sure. Darn it Working with kids is hard over multiple seasons
1: Maybe <laughs> some binding that has to happen
0: Yeah That's uh yeah, yeah, you're right. Spending a lot more time with the characters in the characters' minds and having them connect with each other makes a huge difference.
1: And they had more time to do that because there wasn't... there were very few actual action sequences.
0: Yeah. And you know what? It was a lot of everyone on their own. Everyone alone. Right. Will's doing mm-hmm. his thing. Lyra's doing her thing. Mrs. Coulter. Asriel. Everyone's just doing their own thing separately. No one's really working together and you don't know who to trust. Yep. So yeah, this was much better season. I imagine it'll only improve next season. Um his Dark Material season three, Return of the King, where <laughs> they throw the knife into Mordor and um everyone can be happy again.
1: Yeah, totally. <laughs> That's yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's how that works. Uh, my brain is thoroughly racked. I got, (laughs) I got nothing. It was a fun season, like you said, better than season one as far as character moments go. Mm -hmm. Season three is going to have to combine the powers, the strengths of both season one and season two because shit is going to go down and I cannot wait. I think it's probably going to be 2022 when that comes out because I think they start filming in 2021.
0: If the pandemic ever ends, I get it. Ugh. <laughs> ah, it's a hard one. It's a, it's a hard one, but at least we got this. There's one yeah. one sh- bright, shiny spot in this year was I got to do this podcast with you again. Aw,
1: thank and you. Same here.
0: Sh- unless something should happen, unless either of us should change in a major way, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we we should you know get shot down in one of our air balloons or a demon attacks our demon we will definitely be back in i was gonna say next year in 2022 or 2022. whenever this happens
1: or whenever just <laughs> whenever they decide to give it to us we'll be here yep
0: all right thank you so much guys thanks for tuning in this season it's meant a lot to us uh as of course we just spent 45 minutes telling you <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's, yeah, that's the mandatory end of the episode where we say how how much we love you guys and yes how much
0: we need external praise yes. to exist as people <laughs> all those things yeah i mean with with this episode and yeah this episode in this podcast episode being uh you know, short and the last one, you can still send us feedback. If you have some final thoughts on the episode, we're Mm -hmm. still around. You can email us at entertainment at swizzbold.com. That link is also in the show notes and you can find us on all of the social medias at swizzbold. Um, yeah, this is, this is bittersweet. It's sad, sad to say goodbye, but I especially want to thank everyone who's supporting us on Patreon. If you, We have lots of other things going on, Uh, three right turns and one weird trick every week. If you are interested, you can become a patron. If you're not already, and I mean, come on, why wouldn't you be? (laughs) Go to patreon.com slash swizzbold. Right now, I want to especially thank all of our Fred-level patrons by name. Angelo Morano, Arvind Rao, Brandon DeVito, Byron Rasmussen, George P. Burdell, Greg Rasp, James Taylor, Jared Harrellman, Lisa Singleton, Jordan Hoyt, Kira Grusho, Laura Luthi, Mark Hahn, Dave Satterley, Slava Kasraliovic, and Anoka Young. Thanks so much, you guys, and we'll see you next season for sure, if not sooner.
1: Next season for sure. And I would like to wish everybody a Happy New Year. Happy New that's Year! Happening this week. In whatever
0: point. world you're in.
1: <laughs> yes. It is a new year. It will no longer be 2020. Everything will still be the same, but at least you can write 2021 on shit instead of 2020.
0: <laughs> yes, exactly. That's <laughs> that's looking at the bright side. Yeah. Silver <laughs> lining. <laughs> All right, thank you guys. Thank
1: you guys. Bye. Bye.